0: They've got to see the bodies like hey look, another one died today.
1: I think the little boxes that they move
2: across the table are hot. Welcome to the Galactica Quorum number three. We have a full quorum today. But since we have some well, one new person who's embarrassed to be <laughs> 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 embarrassed to be a full member of the Geek Squad now. He can introduce himself first. Jason Bates. Okay. And I'm Brian and I'm Dimitri. I don't use my last name. (laughs) Michelle. We'll edit out his last name. I'll put a beep. There, okay. Unfinished business. I don't want to really revisit this one because I didn't like the episode very much, but you said, Dimitri, that you had some uh, other points that you wanted to bring up, having seen it.
1: Well, I, I listened to your podcast and I watched the show, and I didn't think it was a complete wasted show. I didn't think it was a filler show. I kind of enjoyed this is two weeks back, the fight show where they fought and and flashbacks and everything. I mean, you guys said that you didn't like flashbacks in general. You thought that made for weak writing. But that's not necessary. I mean, if you... I think it, it's a it's a quick way of touching back on something that happened as opposed to dedicating half or an entire show on a subject. So, in, in general, I don't think flashbacks are awful. Yeah, I, I should make
2: a one sort of a clarification on that. Because when I, when I listened to our podcast, I did listen to that. I'm like, well, it sounds like I don't like flashbacks at all what i mean when i say flashbacks is when they have flashbacks from previous episodes that just kind of fill in the space where you would expect there to be something like some new footage or something well just like you have an actor saying a line or you know doing some sort of emoting and instead of them just going with that they they plug in these old scenes from like in that fight scene the end they had they went all the way back to the pilot or the mini series and they just they showed all these things i don't mind flashbacks like in that episode half the story was a flashback to the time on new caprica and yes it was a flashback but it wasn't like it wasn't a flashback in the sense where they, they went all the way back to previous episodes previous seasons that bugs me but i don't mind flashbacks if it's part of the story but when they're actually have to dig back into the old archive to like Pump up the scene emotionally or whatever—that I that bugs me.
1: Okay, as a whole episode, I didn't think it was a waste either. I don't know. I, I kind of, I enjoyed it for some reason. I don't know. I, I mentioned uh, today to Michelle that well, maybe it, it, it tied up some loose ends. And she's like, "What loose ends?" And so, okay, maybe there weren't necessarily any loose ends. But I don't know. If if someone felt there were loose ends, or not as an audience, but maybe just for them as the crew. Just to get it out in the open, I don't know. And I agree with you that the boxing ring should have been octagonal. I think that would have been totally cool. Whoever said it, I don't know who said it. Jason may have said it, but um, I think it it should have been octagonal because that would have just that would have been that would have been the icing on the cake. I think.
0: But no, it was a wasted episode because while they may have wrapped things up for the audience, they basically, as you said, just brought the whole starbuck apollo thing out completely in the open to everyone in the room and then conveniently put it back in a box for this week so yeah that's the definition of a filler episode because they didn't address anything that they had raised in the previous episode
2: right all right we'll we'll get back to that and i guess the last thing i want to say about unfinished business is I had said that it was my second to least favorite episode after Final Cut, but after further review, to me, Final Cut was just a kind of a, a flawed execution of a, a strange concept episode. And this one just angered me, <laughs> and it's still... Okay, I don't
3: think I remember what Final Cut was. Final
2: Cut was the episode where they had, it was the introduction of the Deanna character. They they took a film crew, a documentary film crew, and they went around the oh, the show, yeah. and they just showed the whole episode in... It was, it was like that mash episode where they they showed people just talking to the camera and that itself wasn't so bad but it just it seemed hokey and it, it, like the characters it was like they were trying to pad out their characterization and some of the things they introduced for the characters just seemed kind of silly and to me it was just a it was a strange kind of a experiment that they did and it didn't really work for me so based on that i was like that was my least favorite but like again it this last episode, there's so many things about it just truly irked me that I I assign it to the uh, Hall of Shame So, uh, One thing we should do up front Which uh, we haven't done Entirely Before is set up some ground rules I did mention once before that we have not listened to the Official Ronald D. Moore podcast at this point Also we are obviously Discussing the current uh, episode in depth So there will be spoilers for that episode But we're not going to talk about spoilers in the future Although we will do Lots of speculation, which could be wrong or right. We just don't know. So let's talk about the the new one uh, called The Passage. Does anyone want to chime in with their first thoughts? I've seen this before. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes.
0: No, I mean, like I said in a previous discussion before we did started this, the redemption of a character who then lays down the ultimate sacrifice to prove that they have been redeemed has been explored over and over again. They didn't bring
2: anything new to the concept to me. I would tend to agree with you. I know you guys are chomping at the bit. I can just see you just
3: What? No, I maybe no, not okay,
2: but I will say this. To me it seemed like a mashup of several storylines that they had done before and done better. And just as an example, here's a few. They're like running out of a precious resource. They did that in water. People getting kinda of punchy as a result, thirty three explaining what the hell the fleet needed to do hand of god episode where that was where they had the big board um the and they were moving stuff around former convicts having a meaningful meaningful role in the fleet best deal date i was the one with yeah. they first introduced rich Hatch's character again and um the one where a side character gets killed i don't know the episode but it's one one when, when billy buys it so all those things to me had done, been done before they'd yeah. been done better this one was just like a big just mashup of all those things Kind of, And then it just kind of spit out, and it was really kind of disjointed to me, the way it was presented. How about you guys? I think the series should end this season, <laughs> and the writer should be fired. <laughs> and
1: we should revisit it in 15 years.
3: <laughs> oh, I have no opinion. Truthfully, at the moment, I really have no opinion on
0: it. Well, A, I will not have you blaspheme the big board. <laughs> Moving the models around the board is just fantastic, because... You know, I love the society that can build these big old ships that go out in space, but yet apparently haven't figured out I, that computers can be used to do the same kind of thing there.
1: Yeah, a, a ship that can uh, do light speed and cruise across the galaxy and uh, go through radiation clouds. Just, yeah, I think the little boxes that they move
2: across the table are hot.
1: <laughs>
2: I agree with Jason. Keep it. Keep it what? I Like I said, I, I thought in this episode, did you find that you didn't understand what was going on? For me, I had to re- rewind... A few of the lines, a few times to hear exactly what was going on. I was like, the food was... Kim, contempt- what happened there? And then they're talking about this solar yeah, thing, they- and I was like, why do they have to do all this elaborate plan? It just was going by so fast and made little sense.
0: My problem with that was in the in the previews, they they gave you the idea that you were going to see a lot more of of how the food shortage happened potentially and the impact it was having that scene where the pilots were eating was kind of portrayed in the preview as like some kind of desperate
2: yeah, rabbit God.
0: stuff where, you know, it was totally just, okay, this is what we've got. You guys have got to eat. It was much more rationally approached, and you would expect that from a military standpoint. But you did really see how the, the impact Fish. of this on the rest of the fleet, which, as you said, in water, has been shown to pretty much snap in an instant. And, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. As they would be expected to, right? None of that was rushed. It was kind of like we were just dropped in the middle of the story because they felt they had to do a bunch of other stuff. And And I
1: I kind of didn't understand um, just to follow up to. I mean, the the next portion of that, I didn't understand why a viper had to jump with a ship to get the coordinates when, in the past, whenever they've jumped. From here to there, the main ship tells the other ships the coordinates.
0: Okay, I actually... And I think the only reason you is so that? that
1: you can fry a pilot and there make is a story th- on it.
0: There is a thing... No, they actually address that. This is actually real space technology, though I may be overstepping my bounds. <laughs> um, stuff that works on Earth does not automatically work well in space because of the radiation environment in space. It has to be rad hard to work in space. What they they were, were, And they were actually... Touching on that, when they said with the Raptors, their computers, their electronics were hardened for the radiation environment. To you know, and it's a military and a space thing in this situation, where yes, the Raptor was designed to operate in environments that normal ships weren't. The Raptors were designed to. I mean, not obviously, not spend a lot of time there, but yes, in an emergency, the Raptors could go into that kind of area and operate and survive, as we saw the civilian ships weren't designed for that. So that's why the Raptors had to do that, because their computers could still work in that environment to plot the next jump, and then they could relay that to the civilian ships, because their computers couldn't do it or couldn't risk working through that environment.
1: Well then, the, the, this, the, the, my my second part to that whole thing was that, okay, now, that clarifies it, but then, so the Raptor, I knew the Raptor was, um, the ship had more protection, and the pilots and the Raptors are clearly being affected as soon as they jump into this cloud and they're, they can't see, and their the little radar—I mean, uh, radiation tab—is turning black. But just like you said about the food, um, I think they should have showed a little bit of how the radiation was affecting the people in the ships. Because if their ships aren't don't have the special coating and they're not protected, then they should have said, "Okay, we got." Three ships through, but, you know, 40 people died because they were standing by the window.
3: I don't know about you, but the, in the preview, the whole situation seemed very desperate. But in the show, it was just like, oh, they're out of food. Okay, whatever. It wasn't as desperate as they made it out to be, you know. It wasn't like, oh, my God, we're out of food. I don't know what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. It was like the f- food shortage was like a side note to whatever was happening with cat. And her issue. And even her issue wasn't even that desperate. Like, when she was trying to get the ship in and she lost it, it was like, ooh, she lost it. You know, but it wasn't like, oh my god, she lost it. What's going to happen? You know, what is she going to do? It, it just didn't seem as desperate as they made it out to be in the preview.
1: Got two things. That's why we don't watch the previews.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I failed on that. I ended up watching it.
1: And number two... I think that the cat thing could have been. They could have pushed it. The guy should have been sleazier, junkier. He should have pushed. You know, like they should have made it more of a. She was just running the drugs for him. That's not a. That's. I mean, that's a crime, but it's not like a, a desperate thing that you'd want to cover up necessarily. I don't know. I think that they, they should have pushed like, the drugs a little more, made her kind of junkier, or you know, pushed pushed the desperation of that whole thing. I mean, we have that same thing here on Earth. And the people who run the drugs aren't really messed up like the people who use them.
3: But Starbuck did confront her and say that she was actually running people and not necessarily drugs. And that she was saying that the reason the Cylons were able to infiltrate Caprica is because of the criminals that were bringing people across the borders and whatever. So she was trying to blame the whole thing on Cat. So that freaked her completely out. And that's why she felt she had to do all this because, you know...
2: But did you think this big secret that she had was were you kind of disappointed when they were like revealing that she, the big secret was that she had been a drug runner? They started building up this thing about what's her past gonna be she's gonna have some really big dark I was secret she'd be a Cylon. well, that's what I kind of thought i was they kind of built it up because Starbucks says they had these drug runners that Cylons might have infiltrated through that way so part of me is thinking well you know maybe she's one of those Cylons that infiltrated through this thing and then they have that another one of those disjointed scenes where cat goes and starts making out with the ex-sleazy boyfriend and i'm like oh this could be it now we're gonna see the old cylon glow of you know the sexual satisfaction come in but it, it didn't so and then it was like oh you're a drug runner i was like well, so what it's they've had they have a cylon as an, uh, an officer now they've got people who've done all kinds of things starbuck has done just all kinds of nutty things. And, you know, what kind of offenses? Oh, she's a drug runner. Big deal. I mean, they at some point they were like, they had a call out for any and all pilots they could get. And then I'm sure they were overlooking all but the most heinous offenses. And uh, I don't know, maybe they think drug running is terrible. But I
1: don't know. Well, if they thought drug running was terrible, they should have, maybe two, three episodes back, played up on the fact that drug running was awful. So kind of build up, but. You're right. I mean, in a desperate situation, you don't have that many people. You call out all pilots. Who cares? I mean, she's she clearly has redeemed herself since she goes into battle and takes out the enemy and follows orders. So what she did then is is negligible to what she's doing now as a positive.
0: Right. I mean, the the bigger part of that story, really, I think, was just how Starbuck continues to be completely screwed up from everything. They did go back in the flashbacks a little bit and show that you know, all this dates back to, was it Scar was the episode where Kat basically became Top Dog? Mm-hmm. Starbuck's never gotten over that. Then she got completely messed with by the Cylons. It was a lot more about the immaturity of Starbuck and how she's still trying to come with everything that went on with her. And while she didn't see the end of the episode, she even got replaced as the daughter I never had by Adama. Which he loves throwing that that around, by mm-hmm. the way, yeah. too. Right, you know. So he's either he's not forgiven Starbuck completely, or he just throws that around a lot too. I don't know, but if they want to kind of re- make up for this, well, not make up for the story. I think a lot of things can be expanded on this story from the Starbucks side.
2: So does removing Cat from the equation then clear up space for Starbuck to finally be the heroic character that we've kind of wanted her to be? Event right now, it's been Cat has been kind of that role. She's been the underdog scrappy person and yeah, she's had her flaws but meanwhile, Starbuck has just gone off the deep end. They keep doing these things where she's uh, making it harder and harder for us to like her. So now the cat is gone. Can she fill that space now? Because it almost seemed like they all had redundancy in characters in a way. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they've
0: they've definitely painted it that way. The only person that could get anything out of this would be Starbuck because she's the only one that knows about it as far as Kat's history. She's she's the only one that could learn a lesson from this if that's what they're trying to do. To everyone else it's just, you know, Kat, the person who showed up and turned into this freaking awesome pilot and then gave her life. Yeah, just
1: because you have a, a past doesn't mean you have to continue living that past so maybe that's what Starbuck will learn. Just because you got messed up in prison camp doesn't mean you have to take that and live with it and affect everybody in a negative way.
2: So, now the cat's gone, let's say... Uh,
1: let's put Cat and Jammer in the same box. And now the, cat's, about now the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: so, who had the worst departure, Billy or Cat? Billy got shot in a terrorist... Universe. I
3: think, okay, the loss of Billy I thought was more emotional.
1: Yeah, I, I think I the loss of Billy was better because he was, a, he was an honorable... I mean, he was like a an innocent kind of he didn't I don't know I think because the loss of Kat she brought it. up I mean she she did it in honor and she brought it up on herself Billy just got you know flat out do you
2: think part of it was and this is kind of a leading question it was having a, a character have a mysterious past that's introduced in this episode and in the same episode it's revealed and then in the same episode she tries to redeem herself kind of lessen that impact
1: okay actually this is what it is it's not that hers was any less but you kind of you saw it coming as the show progressed, right. you know it, it comes out they 're in this radiation cloud she 's losing the ship. you see it Billy was a shock you didn 't i mean i, I didn 't see it coming
0: well, plus they just by the nature of the characters, Billy would be more sympathetic. He had been built up longer, he had gotten more screen time. he was the innocent they had set up a potential love interest for him, whereas and he was a civilian caught in a situation that wasn 't his own choosing. You expect those kind of sacrifices from the military. So right. it's harder to be sympathetic about them. I mean, you don't have sympathy for a military person giving their life. You, you applaud them for, if not heroism, heroism simply doing their duty. Whereas Billy was not doing his duty. Right. Billy's Part of Billy's
1: job plan is not to be shot. <laughs> Cat's was. You take this job, people are going to shoot at you. Which or, you you know.
2: Now, this episode was very much a standalone episode. Pretty much the only thing that gives it a time stamp at all was the fact that Cat does die. So you can't really. You could have plugged it in anywhere, really. It was just an episode where they have a, a galactical peril. They have to get through this space storm thing. And um, they get through it, and the only thing that really dates it is the fact that she's she's gone, right? No,
3: no, no. Baltar and Deanna. Well that that too that, that's a very conversation about her constantly killing herself.
2: The thing about
1: that though is back then, I, I apologize, I don't remember the guy's name, but the uh, the Cylon from Quantum Leap skip Yeah. Uh, the Reverend. The Reverend, thank you. He mentioned that when he got shot and he came back, it hurt like hell and and it was painful and Deanna is shooting herself who knows every day and it bothers me that you you make I mean you make a point of making a point that it hurts to come back and if she's coming back every single time and she's all smiling giddy it just doesn't make sense like every single time she comes back the new body should have rings under its eyes or show some sort of like instantaneous rebirth trauma like she should just she shouldn't just like pop over and start you know talking to Baltimore I mean it should be like expressed that I'm seeing these visions and I'm doing it but my god it hurts
0: or maybe what she goes through when she dies means it doesn't hurt when she comes back it could or be it could that. be a
2: function of your experience between death and
0: reincarnation
2: well there's been dozens probably of these uh, downloadings and she seems to be the only one that has experienced anything otherwise everyone will wake up and have some you know something to say as soon as they woke up
3: well maybe they all do experience something she's the only one that actually thought anything of it she actually thought it meant something so she wanted to try it again
0: plus i my issue on that was when baltar said to six you know i wonder you know what do you guys do all day and she said yeah we wondered the same thing about her and i'm like okay We saw the one time when she was killed that she ordered the mechanical Cylon to kill her and just popped her in the head. What, does the body disappear? Are they not finding these dead Deannas every day and kind of going through (laughs) when she reincarnates and says, hey, what are you doing? It's a fantastic
1: question. What (laughs) happens to the old Deanna?
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah. They've got
0: to see the bodies like, hey, look, another one died today. And (laughs) and they know it's the same one every time because they've established that by having Caprica 6 and... All the others, so they know it's this specific Deanna model that's doing this all the time.
2: They need a, they a Cylon detective character. About. That'd be funny. That guy comes in.
1: There's a, there's a room in one of those base stars. You go ginch when warehouse is stuffed with Deannas, white suit, bullet hole in the head.
0: Yeah, and someone in inventory controls not noticing that more Deannas are being, you know, <laughs> picked up every day as opposed to everybody else. Wardrobe's missing a bunch of white frocks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, that's a bit of a hole One other thing which, maybe you can clarify this for me It seemed like a mistake to me was they had uh, Hilo flying the Raptor now, I always assumed that he was just an ECO You know, the guy that sits in the back and runs the, the stuff Purely speculation In a full fleet,
0: he was just the the guy that sits in the back Under
2: the new fleet, less pilots, less ships You gotta learn to do more Yeah, that's probably true now, I noticed at the very beginning, something kind of odd. It seemed like they had bleeped out part of Starbucks dialogue. Did you notice that at all? No, uh, I didn't. Uh, no, that's it, all you. It was.
3: I have to go back and watch that. Maybe there was they- something wrong with your digital. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> okay. It
2: wasn't me. It was. Blame the Tivo. It, was- hey, it wasn't the Tivo. You never
3: know. It does not on mine. They, they it was. artifacting. She was
2: talking to Kat, and she said something. She said um, right after I got, and then it she spoke something and then audio dropped out. Like she had said some profane word and they, they cut it.
3: I'll have to go back and watch that one.
2: Yeah. Let me know if that's All the right. case. In, in what first 15, the first, like the very, the very beginning when they're in the pilot's bunk area. When okay.
3: Handing out the food.
2: Yeah. Or the like she accuses cat of hoarding a power bar or something. And she says no. And then Starbucks says something and it looked like it dropped out. I bring it up because on another podcast, they mentioned in a previous episode that Adama had said something like a something and they did this they dropped out the word for him and I was like why
1: maybe the shot was perfect but they didn't in, in editing they're like you know what we can't reshoot it but that word you know doesn't help the story maybe you know what? just in the same reason that they take out live footage in, in, in editing maybe the shot was perfect the, the filming was perfect but just the word was wrong so they just edit out the word well,
2: maybe it's it seems unlikely that because they can always ADR it or they could just re-edit it or whatever but Okay, any other comments about this episode? Uh, oh, one more thing I wanted to bring up is for the first time in a long time, we saw the the memorial wall again. That was something, well, if we get to talking about that three-hour roundtable podcast, um, where they mention how they don't seem to go back and revisit or think about their old lives enough, I, I that kind of hit me, and it was kind of funny that this episode, they did actually show the wall again. I'm glad they brought that up, because it is something that they don't seem to do enough anymore, is talk about how the old world is gone, their friends are gone, it's they've, they've been running for two years, and that's kind of that's their current existence, but...
0: I, I would just, again, say that's probably the difference between the military, like, we see all the time on the military ship, especially the civilian ships, the military people, they can't think about the past because they're responsible for the future, whereas I think if you if you had an episode that more, more set on a civilian ship and the impact there you would have a lot more opportunities to kind of revisit what's going on.
1: Maybe maybe just, I agree with that, but maybe they show them in their lockers all the time, opening a door, going in. Maybe the inside of the door of the locker has a picture of the parents, which you know, they clearly probably died. Or, you know, a picture of a lake and a boat, or something that shows little little bits of, of where they came from, but clearly not like necessarily posters and talking about it
0: too much. I would like to see more, and I think I mentioned this previously to someone just in conversation, they had one of the very first episodes was talking about how they had the census of the fleet, and they had the big whiteboard with the number of people, and they had a big show of adding one when that baby was born. I would love to see them update that every so often, because it probably dropped off a lot after New Caprica. They just lost three more ships. I would love to see, because it's probably... If it was like 6,000 and some, I think, I'm betting it's below 6,000 now. Oh, clearly. It's clearly below 6,000.
2: If you yeah. watch the opening credits, they, they usually say X number of survivors on the run, and well, it, it does change from week to week. Does it
0: change? Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I always skip the opening credits. Yeah, so, do so, I. Do I. so do I. <laughs> but,
3: yeah, so it, <laughs> I just figured down down it was. The day, uh, it did change, so maybe they kept that going.
2: I think it was down in like the 30,000s. Well, you know what we should back. do then is,
1: is I have it all recorded as well. I'll just go back go the back first here. one see what the numbers are, and then see this
0: weekend's, and see what the numbers
1: are. And make an
2: Excel chart. I'll,
0: I'll get right on it. <laughs> it's I will say the other thing I like about and I had actually read this in an article too, I loved the, the memorial wall, and it and it was just another example of, of how there really kind of works some great imagery from actual events in Because, you know, the memorial wall evokes 9-11, the swearing-in ceremony of Roslyn, you know, was almost a, just a, a complete recreation of LBJ swearing in on Air Force One after the Candy assassination. And there's a couple others I just can't think off the top of my head, but you'll see these things and see this like, ooh, I know exactly where that came from. Basically, it's just a nice little homage, I guess, to history.
2: Okay. Unless you have any other comments, I think we've wrapped up this episode. How would you rate this one on a scale on a A B C scale? What do you think?
3: I'm going with C.
1: Well, it was an A before I started talking to you guys today. Now I'm going to (laughs) say it's a B minus.
0: I'm actually the other way. I was actually much less impressed with this episode before listening to some of this. I would actually move this up to like a high C, low B. Um, And probably because I think what we did here was we spent more time talking about the weird cat Starbucks storyline, which was obviously the majority of the episode, but kind of cliche and not that great. But they have kept going forward with the Deanna stuff. And that was much more interesting, so that probably moved it up. So they were moving up a little bit forward.
2: Right, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Although I will stick with my original rating of C minus because I really wish they would have spent more time. Right now, the the island stuff just seems more exciting to me or more interesting. Yeah, where's and the, Hera? And the and the and the, the lack yeah and the lack of uh, the Starbuck Apollo continuity was bugging me too. So
1: and well, actually, the only last one thing I want to talk about is yesterday, Jay, um, Michelle and Brian. We're talking a little bit about something, and I over, or not yesterday, Friday, and I overheard them. And I, I would really like it if they would introduce another skin job before this next one is over. Otherwise, I just feel like we I mean, there's What was the point of the season? But, but we've
0: established the 12 skin jobs.
3: There are 12, but we need another but identity. But we, we need
2: an identity. And did you, if you watch the uh, Deanna, when she resurrects, she has a vision. There's like, in the opera house... There were five five, well There's five figures. figures. Yeah, there's figures, and they're very whited out. so we've got the seven
0: that are established. Right. And then there's five that are boxed. So we know that the 12 exists. So to introduce another skin job would be to answer Baltar's question about whether he's like a boxed Cylon, and he just happened to be one example of it that was still in existence. There would have to be others like that. You can't have an entirely new skin job unless they're going to go for 13.
1: Well, or uh, no, did no, just introduce us? You know, like kind of maybe a hint at all well, these guys. You know, like I think they're
2: just. They're, I think the seven I'm we see are the seven. A, then,
1: I'm not saying make a thirteenth, but there are five which are blurred out. We can't tell who they are. Right? But
0: they said those are boxed. They don't. They
2: don't have. They said they're maxed. boxed, or they that Yeah,
0: they said those were boxed. They, I
2: the, thought they're just. We don't speak of them because to me, there's the impression that they. I would, they're off somewhere else, and they're like, they're pariahs. They're, they're I out like, there.
0: I, I was under the impression. And maybe I misread this or or mistook it. I was under the impression that these were five that, like, something had happened and the Cylons were basically forced to kind of shut them down.
2: I don't remember that. That's an
1: interesting point because we've had a, I don't know if you heard, but we had a couple, like, five of them are rogue and they're actually, uh, there's a a Cylon civil war going on. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah, okay, that's shit, but yeah, they can't. Okay, maybe I'm just okay. No, okay, I understand. I thought they were just gone, and I'd gotten that impression from something previously.
2: Could be. We don't know.
1: All right, well, the last thing I want to say is I want, I want to thank Jason for being here. For this. Oh, thanks. It was, it was fun. It was very nice. It was
2: fun. Well, we'll do this again next week for the final episode of the mid season break. For our website, it's thequorum.blogspot.com. If you want to contact us, please subscribe. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye.
3: Bye. my God, I've
0: officially gone into Geekdom. <laughs> Wait, no. Like, there's always been a debate, but apparently now I'm just like, okay, forget it. Not, not, you haven't gone into Geekdom. i am returned. You've been documented in Geekdom.